0: Trumble Flan, Part 16, Trimble Tide, Part 2.
1: Vivian! Vivian! Vivian, why are you still in bed? Mm-hmm. What's that? The light of my life? Get up, darling. It's Christmas morning. What? Hey! <laughs>
0: Christmas is finally here! <laughs> <laughs> and look, look, look
1: out of the window. It's snowed. <laughs> oh, how magical. <laughs> it's been snowing all week, Vivian. We've been knee-deep in the stuff for days.
0: It's still magical. And it won't take that sense of wonder away from me, army. And I know you're excited too. You just don't like to show it. I'd be more excited if I wasn't so worried
1: about everything going right.
0: Well, try to relax a bit, my dear. Enjoy the day. It'll be wonderful. I, I know it.
1: You really think so?
0: There are are few things in this world, goodness knows, that I am entirely, confidently sure of. But in you, I have complete trust. If anyone can make it marvellous, you can.
1: Thank you, darling.
0: I love you. Now, please, for the love of baby Jesus and the donkey in the manger... Will you let me have some bacon and eggs for breakfast? No,
1: you can wait till the feast
0: later, like everyone else. Oh, uh, not fair. I'm the king. Can't I have an early treat? You can have your biscuit
1: and you can be quiet.
0: Oh, you can shove your biscuit. I'm sick of biscuits. I never want to see another biscuit as long as I live. Oh, good Lord! I've been out of bed for two minutes and my feet are already like blocks of ice. Ooh, I should
1: get dressed. Ooh. Yes, you'd better. We have to go to Elder Sackcloth's service soon. I'm not having you sat in church in nothing but your nightshirt.
0: Oh, no. What a real bore fest that'll be.
2: I really think you should reconsider your choice of text for your sermon today, Elder Sackcloth.
3: Tell me, Abbe's silk mantle, what is wrong with the tale of Garanshiba and the cold snap in Ishria? How it chronicles the trials of young Garanshiba as he dealt with the sudden and wholly unnatural frost in his famously hot homeland. How his clothes did stiffen with ice. How his nose did sting with cold, how his fingers blackened with frostbite.
2: Nothing is wrong with it, necessarily, but what is the point of it all?
3: Well, it's very vivid. The description of the frostbite is particularly arresting.
2: Yes, but what lesson does it teach us?
3: Why, it teaches us not to take God's power for granted, not to shun his love and ignore the sacrifice of his son, Jesus Christ. For Garansheba turned his back on him, and his reward was highly localised chilly weather that did surround naught but his lowly hut, and did turn his skin a shade of cyan. And
2: that's the message you want to express on Christmas Day, is it? About how petty God could be rather than how he sent his son to us so that we might be saved? You want to warn of God's wrath rather than celebrate his love? Plus, you want to bore everyone stiff into the bargain? You're a few pages short of a full scripture, you are.
3: With respect, abbess, I don't think I'll be taking religious advice from a woman who plays at being a nun... A woman who runs her convent like a business, a woman who openly played the field in her youth, and unlike me, I don't mean you were into sports, unless one meant the sport of the bedroom." A woman who, under her habit, still wears the rich and luxurious garments of her former privileged life. A woman who, in short, wouldn't know the word of God if it were presented in stone tablet form and clumped over her ubiquitously extensive wimple. Are you quite finished? Yea, I feel I have got a lot off my chest right well.
2: Right. Then let me say this. Don't come at me with your holier-than-thou nonsense. God is for everyone, right? However they choose to accept him, in whatever form, you don't hold a monopoly on him. Madam! I'm not a madam. My girls don't get paid. And don't interrupt me. You may judge me and my past life, but know this. That is your burden, I don't need to prove myself to you, and it says a lot more about your nature than it does mine that you can't accept others' lifestyles. And as for this ridiculous perversion you have for spouting the obscurest dogma, all it achieves is an alienation of your brothers and sisters, as opposed to a welcoming and caring atmosphere, which, as our priest, should surely be your highest ambition.
3: Well, you said a lot of things there, Abess Silkmantle.
2: Yes. Well, we both did.
3: I think we both have a lot to reflect on, pray about, and learn from. Quite. And in the spirit of Christmas, a time of peace and love to all, may I offer my hand with my apologies and my forgiveness.
2: And I'm mine. Oh, come here, give us a hug.
3: Oh, um...
2: Oof. Come on, let's get all these candles lit. If we start now, we might get it done before the end of the service. Oh,
0: good morning, Lord Crabtite. Merry Christmas. Shove it, your majesty. Right you are. Sorry.
1: Oh, my God. What? No. I can't. Oh, my... God! What is it? Are we under attack? What's happening? Where are all the decorations? There's no holly, there's no ivy. The great hall looks as grey and cold as ever.
0: Stone me, woman. You nearly gave me a heart attack. (gasps)
1: Well,
4: I am having one, Vivian. Why are there no decorations, Crabtite? Oh, Uh, they uh, never arrived, Your Majesty. Ruined. Christmas is ruined!
1: I'm going to throw myself from the North Tower. Ermintrude, um, w- would you please
0: try and calm down? Have a sense of proportion. I'll give you a sense of proportion.
1: I'll proport the sense right out of you. Yeah. My oh, life we'll... is over. Over? Oh, uh... Do you understand? Over!
5: <laughs> the decorations are missing!
4: Yes, we've established that. Thanks, Sid.
5: No, I mean they're really missing. Crabtite, you nasty snakey swindling swine, you. What? Now, what is going on? We said we'd hide the decorations as a joke.
0: Look, I realise you are the lord of misrules, Sid, but considering that my wife, your queen, is having a conniption, I think the jokes may have gone just a shade too far.
5: Wouldn't you agree? But they're not hidden. They've gone completely. Where have you put them,
4: Crabtite? Me? I don't know what you're talking about. They were in your room. Not at all. They never arrived. That's what you said yesterday. I heard you distinctly. But but you...
5: you, Your Majesties, I can only apologise for my small part in this terrible festive tragedy. I... I don't know what to say. Really, it is not the end of the world.
1: No, no. You're right. We still have the fireworks. The what? The firework display that Grundleburn is arranging... That will bring a little light and magic to the dark grey of this sad, depressing, horrible, awful day.
0: There you are then. Look on the bright side. <laughs> I say, bright side.
6: <laughs> Not bad, eh? <laughs> Uh-oh. Your Majesty's happy tidings. Goodness, it's awfully drab in here, isn't it? Oh, but, but it
5: doesn't matter, does it? Because your fireworks will be a great success, I'm sure.
6: Actually, that is what I came down to tell you. It's just... You, know. you see, since I've been looking after little Nineveh here... <coughs> I realised that it would be too cruel to set off all those nasty loud things and scare all the lovely animals in the vicinity... Isn't that right, Nineveh?
0: Isn't that Mordred the Minstrel's dog?
6: We've become very attached.
4: That's a dog, is it? I would thought you put a leash on a rat.
6: Don't you listen to the mean, handsome man, Nineveh. <coughs> you are the cutest cutie in all of cuterdom. Yes, you are. Good heavens. I think I may
4: very well be sick. <sighs>
0: Why not? We could do with a bit of colour around the place after all. Eh? Eh? Shut up. Uh, right, yes, 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 I'm sorry, yes.
1: Grundleburn, are you telling me there will be no fireworks?
6: Your Majesty, you've gone a very worrying shade of purple. Have you made the fireworks or not? No, Your Majesty. I'm afraid my conscience wouldn't allow it. I couldn't be the orchestrator of such canine distress. I just couldn't.
1: Grundleburn, get out of my sight! It may be that in time I will learn to forgive you, but right now I want you to go away, and your little
6: dog too. Majesty, Merry Christmas. Come along, Nineveh. <laughs>
4: <laughs> really, this is going better than I might have hoped.
0: <laughs> Darling. Um, I, I I, know you're a bit upset now, but I promise in a few days from now, maybe a few years, you'll see the funny side. Shut up, Vivian. Quite right. Shutting up. Yep, yep.
5: Your Majesties.
1: And what do you want, Castor? Has the kitchen been entirely flooded by a snow runoff? Or has the place burnt down, leaving nothing but the pig's head charred atop a heap of ash? Er, uh, no,
3: sort of. The opposite, really. Everything's fine, except the pig's head is missing. Ha! <laughs> Classic!
1: Vivian, catch me. I'm going to faint. Oh, right you are. Oh, oh, uh, oh,
0: <laughs> I, I, I thought she was going to fall this way. Uh, Sid, uh, can you help me uh, g- Help me get her up? There we go. It was all ready
3: for oh, roasting, man. being marinated inside and everything. But when I went to fetch it this morning, now we're there.
0: Look, I don't have to tell you how important the pig's head is at the Christmas feast, Caster. The history of this tradition goes all the way back to my forefather, Urethra, the man who built crumble Flan. The presentation of the pig's head at the feast celebrates that Christmas night when a swineherder lost control of one of his saddlebacks and it tried to rut the young urethra as he made his way home from church. His life might have been lost that very night. Well, he might have got a broken leg. Had he not halted the beast in its gyratings with nothing but his hymnal by bopping it on the snout. I know. Every year we commemorate the courageous quick thinking of our beloved king in vanquishing the porcine foe. Evil defeated by the word of God. I know. Not to mention I have waited four weeks to eat this damn thing. I have dreamed about little else. I know
5: your magnanimousness. So what are you
0: going to do about it? I don't
7: know, pigs' heads don't grow on trees, do they?
5: No, they grow on the end of pigs, of which I have lots. This is an easy fix, lads, you can have one of mine.
3: But it's got to be marinated for no less than three days.
0: Listen, my man, there is no way on God's good earth I'm waiting another three days to eat, kill it, cook it and get it on a platter with an apple in its mouth by this evening. That is a royal
5: ruddy order. R- r-
3: r- right, you are, kingship. Uh,
5: understood. Sid the serf, the lord of misrule saves the day. If not, the whole twelve days of Christmas with a merry down daddy and a hey nonny. <laughs>
0: Ermintrude, Ermintrude, wake up, my lovely.
1: No, no, Diana, everyone likes her the most. It must be better. Mm-hmm. Oh, 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 what? What? The pig thing is sorted,
5: my dear. What? It is? I've got you covered when it comes to pigs, Majesty.
3: I tell you, when I find out who's took the blessed thing, I'll
1: boil him down for stock, like. Vivian, I know you've been very hungry lately. Uh, yeah,
0: yeah, let me stop you right there, um, Intrude. I may be a little bit of an idiot, and sometimes even selfish, but I would never... Disgrace my noble ancestor by eating a pig's head alone in a pantry. And I certainly wouldn't eat it raw.
4: Yes, I'm sorry. You're right. Well, I suppose we should make our way to the church. With any luck, we'll find that we can't get in due to the door being banked up with snow.
0: Come along, true, Take a pew. Huh? <laughs> do you see? <laughs> it's actually a pew. <laughs> Oh, dear me. Oh, be quiet, Vivian. <laughs> uh, quite, quite, quite right. Sorry, uh, sorry, sorry. Goodness, it's chilly in here. I took the liberty of bringing a hot water flagon in with me. <laughs> <coughs> Always cold in the chapel. Never mind being closer to God. I nearly catch my death.
1: Thank you, dear.
0: Well, I wonder what we have to look forward to today. Hmm? The story of how the innkeeper got his comeuppance for sending Mary and Joseph to sleep with the animals? Or how the ass that bore Mary coped with the fame thereafter? <laughs> Whatever it is,
5: it can't make the day any worse. That's the
0: spirit, Cherry
5: Chops. What did you do with the decorations, Crabtide? You said you were going to play a trick. It's only a trick if there's a reveal at the end. You know, the classic ta-da. We've only got the tar. Where's the dar, mate?
4: Where's the bloomin' dar? I threw them in the moat. You did what? Shh. You did what? I chucked him, Sid. Gave him the old heave-ho. Got rid, chum. You can shove your Merry Christmas where the sun won't shine. Shh! Mainly for fear of the smell. I cannot believe you did that. Oh come now. Surely even your limited imagination can run as far as to believe me capable of the simple task of throwing away some evergreen branches.
5: You're right. I can imagine it. What I can't believe is that I was stupid enough to let you dupe me into letting you do it.
4: Again, I think you do yourself a disservice. You are very stupid. And I am very clever. Shh.
5: You are very wicked. That's what you are.
4: Why, thank you.
5: You'll get yours, mate. I don't know why I don't just knock your block off.
4: Sid, please. We're in church.
5: <coughs>
3: and it did come to pass in those days that a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that a census be took. So it was that all went to be registered. Joseph went up from Galilee, out of the city of Nazareth, into Judea, minute. to the city known as Bethlehem. Yes, be he's doing the actual nativity. Mary,
0: well, I'll be a badger's second was
3: nephew. Jolly the same country. Nothing like a classic to fall asleep to, is there? Watch over <clears throat> by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord did stand before them, and they were greatly afraid, and their shepherdly tunics were right stained with piddle. Welcome, prince without peer. Welcome, God's own son. Welcome, my lord so dear. Welcome with us to Woon.
0: Wake up, Vivian. Hmm? Hmm? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sir. Well, well done. Uh, bra- bravo.
2: <coughs> Your Majesties, Merry Christmas. I hope you
0: enjoyed the service. Ah, Abessausia. Silk mantle. Yeah, yeah pink Mangle, Yes. Yeah. Uh, how how did you manage to convince the old boy to stick to the actual Christmas story? Eh? Oh. Call it a deep
2: mutual respect, sire.
0: Good kick up the fundament, was it?
2: Something like that, your majesty.
0: Good show. Uh, uh, oh, um, I say, uh, Sir so, so Rave,
2: uh, are you all right? I'm very much looking forward to the feast, your majesty.
1: Oh, Abbas, it's going to be a disaster. We have no decorations. The hall is a miserable, dark, damp hole. Ugh. I suppose I should go and get changed. Prepare myself for the worst.
2: Your Majesty. Uh, Elder Sackcloth? Abbess. Before everybody else leaves, could you get their attention?
3: Brothers! Sisters! Hold ye and list a moment.
2: Thank you. Hello, everyone. I wondered if you could all help me out with a little idea to brighten our beloved Queen's Day.
6: Dear
1: Diana, well, what can I say about our Christmas Day celebrations? I truly thought it would be awful. Our decorations were nowhere to be seen, though I was told they did turn up days later clogging up the drains. On top of that, my plan to brighten the skies with a magical display was put to bed by the overly kind-hearted Grundleburn the Great. But all was not lost, after all.
2: That's the way, everyone,
1: in you come. For Abbess Silkmantle arranged the entire congregation to bring a candle or two each from the church into the Great Hall.
5: I
0: say, Abbess, this is quite something. Well done.
1: There is more than
2: one way to bring light and love to the darkness of winter, Your Majesty.
7: Aye, that's right, Abbess. All right, lads! Bring her in! Good grief, what's that? It's our pagan new log, Majesty. We thought we'd bring her in and light it by you in the great halls, by your place,
0: Heavens to Betsy, it's almost an entire
7: tree. Oh, we don't do these things by ours, Your Majesty. Nadole Oh, uh, uh,
0: uh, yes, yes,
1: absolutely, of course. It's very fine, but surely it'll take forever to light.
6: Since I decline to make your fireworks, Majesty, allow me, please, to light the Yule Log with a little of my own magic. Bring us warmth in the cold, bring us light in the dark. Burn bright through the winter. From this little spark.
1: Grundleburn, you are a marvel, a true marvel. Thank you. And I'm sorry for losing my temper earlier.
6: Already forgotten, Majesty, and instantly forgiven how your face went would make a wonderful paint pigment. I wonder if something with the beetroot might achieve a similar hue. I'd have to experiment. Do you think you could do it again, Your Majesty? Just to compare?
0: I'd leave that thought there if I were you, Grandalburn. Or you might get an example earlier than thought.
1: It was truly delightful to see everyone there. All of Crumbleflare come together in celebration and comradeship. Ian! I heard someone snuck off with the decorations.
6: Probably an evil winter goblin or something. What do you think, my backdraft? I think you should shut your mouth and get your nose out of people's business for the day, daily mail. Yeah,
1: all right then. Vivian even managed to give rather a good speech.
0: You now, my friends, good folk of, of Crumble Flan. Before we begin our repast...
1: Speak uh,
5: English!
0: (laughs) uh, Very well. Uh, Before we begin stuffing our faces, (laughs) uh, allow me to say how marvellous it is to see you all here. As you know, it has been a tough year, what with the turn of dearth at the beginning of the year and the, the terrible bout of plague. And whilst it is sad to see fewer faces here than last year... Let us take today as a reminder to hold those we have not lost even closer and treasure one another's friendship all the more. <laughs> and uh, as they say in Rome, uh, erime, uh, che, uh, spiritu um, sanctum, uh, thrust to thrust, and uh, uh, uh,
7: so
1: on. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> And I must say that Sid the Serf really outdid himself as Lord of Misrule by organising the most incredible entertainment I've ever witnessed. Better than any revels. Ah, Captain Culverin, welcome. Majesties,
4: forgive an erstwhile nautical cove for interrupting your festivities, but I have a delivery for Lord Crabtite, so I does. What? <laughs> I didn't order anything. Be that the case... I still have something for you, your lordly ship.
5: After our little chat yesterday about how you was missing your family, I decided to get Culverin to go and fetch a little something from Dunwich.
7: You what? Robin, is that you? Oh, God. Robin, you look at me when I'm talking to you, my boy. Hello, Dad. Oh, hello, Dad, you, my boy.
0: Goodness. Looks like you'll get your fireworks after all, Hermie.
7: (laughs)
4: Now, Dad.
7: Twenty-five years, boy. Look, Dad. Twenty-five
4: years and not a word. Can we not do this here? For all I know, you could have dropped off the edge of the world. Actually, it's been long established that the Earth is, in fact, a globe, so... Oh, it is,
7: in fact, a globe, you, my boy. Don't interrupt me.
4: Could you not bludgeon me with that leak,
7: Dad? Oh, couldn't you not bludgeon me with that leak, you, my boy? Lord above. If your poor mother were alive, she'd have died of heartbreak.
4: Mother hated me even more than she hated you? That's an outrageous
7: slur. If she were alive, she'd be turning in her grave.
4: That doesn't even
7: make sense. Oh, that doesn't even make sense you, my boy.
4: Uh, 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 Would you stop that? Leeks aren't properly in season. Why have you even got one? And
7: what would you know about the humble leek, eh? You never took an interest in my job. The noble work of costermongering, eh? Did you? No. Far too lowly for the likes of you, Mr High and Mighty Notions above your station, lardy
4: die. I'm not ashamed of having made something of myself, Dad. Of seeking a better life.
7: Oh, and I'm not ashamed you, my lad. Uh, uh, What's uh, that you're wearing? It, my... Uh, jerking. Not that, you blithering nit. That eye ache on your head. It's called a hat, Dad. Oh, it's called a hat, Dad. Oh, you, my I, boy. Uh, Extravagance. Extravagance is what it is.
4: I'll have you know.
7: Never mind your I'll have you nose. What you want is a good idea, my lad. And not with a piddling little leak. Oh, no. I'll get you over my knee and thrash you with the thick end of a marrow like in the old days. Yes.
5: Please let it be so. Hang on. I'll fetch a marrow. Please, please, let there be one in the kitchens.
4: I am the sheriff here, you know, Dad. I will not stand for this. No. You'll bend over,
7: as always, and you'll take your marrow in like a man. Oh!
1: <gasps> Honestly, I could have wept laughing. Too, too perfect. And despite an initial hiccup with the pig's head, Castor the cook provided us an astonishing feast, as always. Who did take the
0: original pig's head,
1: by the way? Uh, it was I, alas,
2: oh. sire. Sir Ray Fairplay! I can only beg for your forgiveness, Majesty. I fear that in my starved delirium I pounced on the first foodstuffs that
0: I saw, and in a ravenous, bestial gourd-fest, I ate the entire thing to my eternal shame. Never mind your shame, it wasn't properly cooked. You must have had a terrible tummy ache. It is true, sire. I was in the garderobe all night. Well, I'm not surprised. In fact, you still look a little peaky. Ah, sliced tongue, my favourite.
1: Despite fears over his voice, Mordred the minstrel sang the pig's head carol beautifully.
4: Pig's head I bring in ham, served in mustard and apple jam, that has been merry with a plate of ham, contested in convivial.
0: Caput apri de ferro, credence laudest domino. Caput apri de Redens credence laudest domino.
1: So, in short, sister mine, all went better than I could have planned, and indeed did plan, I am truly grateful for the family we have here at Crumble Flan, be they mad, bad, or simply smelly. They are all wonderful in their own ways, and I wouldn't change them or anything here for all the world. With lots of love and good tidings, your sister, Ermi. (laughs) Hey.
5: Hey. All right, Lord Crabtite, hope you like your present. You see, the way I see it, Christmas is all about having your loved ones with you.
4: Ain't that right? Thank you so much, Sid. Hush
7: your mouth up, boy. The posh bloke singing. Ow! Oh, by the way.
5: I found you a marrow, Mr. Crabtight the Costermonger, sir.
7: Lovely jubbly. Right, my boy. Teach you to think you're better than anyone else. Uh,
5: God bless us. Everyone.
4: Yeah. And a merry blooming Christmas to you and all. Oh.
0: That was Crumble Flan, With Callum Hale as King Vivian the Vague, Philippa James as Queen Ermentrude the Organized and Dalia Mail, David Boyle as Lord Crabtite the Cunning, Jacqueline Johnson as Grundleburn the Great and Ma Backdraft, Wayne Ingram as Sir Ray Fairplay, Lewis Alcock as Elder Sackcloth, Amy Wicks Young as Abbas Silkmantle, Sam Young as Castor the Cook, Ivan Wilkinson as Captain Culverin, Fraser Hale as Crabtite the Costermonger, Roger Parkins as Sid the Serve, Christian Patterson as Wallace the Welshman and Dylan Alcock as Mordred the Minstrel, who also arranged the music. However, you spend your holidays this year, have a good one from all of us here at Cromwell Flare.